0: What's up, Society members? Happy Friday and welcome to another episode of the Underground Society Podcast. Welcome to everyone who is new to the show. This podcast is a place where we get to know some of your favorite up-and-coming talent and speak to some industry professionals in the EDM industry. As always, I'm your host, Justin McGarry. And before we get started today, I just want to acknowledge the fact that we have officially made it one lap around the sun with the Underground Society Podcast. I released the very first episode on December 5th of 2020, and all I can say is Freaking wow, guys. The relationships that I've built and the knowledge that we have all learned together from all of our guests this year has been amazing. Thank you guys so much for sticking by me as I slowly figured out how to actually podcast correctly. Um, my very first episode, I actually only used and only had the mic on my laptop and didn't even have a proper mic setup. Don't do that I don't start a freaking podcast without a mic. Um, But today, I talk with one of the newest rising stars on Deadbeats, Zed's Dead's label, and he goes by the name of Hayes, one of the funniest DJs I've ever met and has a TikTok following of over um 300,000... So I'm super excited for you guys to hear this episode uh, for our one year. And I want to give Hayes a huge thank you for being on the show. Uh, Before we get into all of that, though, um, the reminders that I say every single week, there are two links in the description of this episode. One is for the Underground Society playlist called Society Selects that is available only on Spotify. And the other is our Facebook group, The Society Meeting Room. For all of you guys interested in getting more involved, um, you can go join that another thing that i wanted to mention is our bi-weekly mix series that we have featured on soundcloud last week we had Craig who just had his first release on subsidia dawn volume 5 and he did a phenomenal job on his mix so i just want to give him a shout out and let you guys know because there might be some people that don't follow us on instagram or social media that don't even know that we have that so the link to that will also be in the show notes so go click on those when the episode is finished to find out more Hey, Underground Society podcast. Hope you're loving this episode. We're Era of EDM, a lifestyle magazine, subscription box, and event company. We're inspired by the community, the music, and driven towards contributing to the positive culture of EDM. Check us out and give us a follow to see what we do next at E-R-A-O-F-E-D-M or eraofedm.com first song on today's episode is Riot's collab with Faro and Ren called Waterfall that was released a few weeks ago on Ophelia. Enjoy the episode guys. The second song you guys heard was Tasoki and Oliver's all versus track called new life that was released like last week i think um i've been really loving the new style coming from to he's really taking a, much more of a pop approach to his music and i think it's honestly a little bit better than the og dub set that he used to make um, but our last track before we get into the interview with hayes is going to be dr p's new vip of his track with cool kid called od
1: On the show today, we have an artist out of Greensboro, North Carolina, who has uh, released with Dead Beats and Bite This, says and Jaws' label, probably one of the funniest
2: DJs I've ever come across. Hayes, welcome to the show, man. How are you? What's good, man? Thanks for the intro. And yeah, he's right, the funniest man he's ever met or knows about, <laughs> so yeah it's all very very true very true blowing up on tiktok i just gotta say
1: how grateful i am for jaws doing your remix of clear um on his hundred oh, This yeah. label that's actually how i found you so he did a fantastic really? job on that remix. yeah he did a fantastic job on that remix and uh since then i do a little bit digging when i hear a song that i like mm-hmm. like oh it's jaws remix who's the actual artist so i did some digging found uh castaway king um uh, which is i think one of your first releases on Byte this right
2: yeah it was my yeah, first yeah yeah,
1: yeah and I love that song so um ever since I was a fan I was like dude I gotta hit this guy up
2: <laughs> yeah Charles like hit me up for the stems for clear like right when it came out right mm-hmm. and I was like okay that's kind of fucking weird like are you gonna do anything with this and I just he'd never responded like at all didn't tell me what he's doing wow. and then like two years later I just like get a video from some random friend I kind of know like taking it a video of him playing the remix he made of clear. And I was like, that's dope. Uh, you, like <laughs> send
1: me
3: that. or something?
2: Now you, you
1: actually play that remix more than your actual song. Now. Don't you? I never play the original
2: just to chill. Yeah. How did you get connected originally with Byte this? So I used to run a digital marketing company. Okay. And one of our clients was firepower records. Which oh, is shit! Bad six. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. you know what happened there so uh, <laughs> the label manager of firepower switched over to bite this and uh, when i was pitching my songs i was like shit i kind of forgot about that let me send it over <laughs> to them and see if they like it and you yeah, know before that i was on mousetrap so it was like my first like transition away from like techno right. when you started producing you
1: were originally
2: producing techno
1: right yeah. yeah how did that transition come about and what was like the motive behind that
2: it was boring to get to yeah. play out <laughs> I uh, I mean I really like techno but I was just like kind of I was kind of faking it like yeah. I'm like this is me it's like I never listened to like pure techno I was always into like yeah. more trancy shit or like progressive house and like heavier bass music and shit so like once I I got flown out for a show in LA and you know I had a whole techno set and I just wasn't it was feeling bored. it I was like <laughs> I'm like I I want to get these people into this set. Right. like, Well, what I would do is like throw some nasty, heavy, weird shit in there. And on their plane back, I was like, yeah, fuck this. I'm going to start <laughs> making bass music. So that's what I did. That's hilarious. Um, yeah. That's cool
1: that you get eventually. I mean, then once you switched, you kind of, how long did it take till you gained like a little bit of traction? People started like
2: looking at you label wise. A year or so maybe. A year. Yeah. But there's like a good gap, you know, like okay. having to make, make music and then like get it signed and all that. Was that a hard transition
1: going from producing, like, techno stuff to basically Well, music? I think
2: I was, like, making some mid-tempo shit. Okay. Like, while I was making techno, but Mousetrap would just not fuck with any of that. And they're like, yeah, we're just going to, we'll just take the techno. I was like, okay, well, okay. <laughs> I guess I'll be doing that. So I had to learn a lot about, like, sound design and making shit louder and right. more distorted and crunchier and... Yeah, yeah it
1: is it does have a specific i mean all genres have a specific sound but especially dubstep it's a lot like even just a sound design it's just completely different than everything else Yeah, and regardless of like the tempo and stuff like that like if you go just purely sound design it sounds completely different than everything else so yeah yeah once bite this happened how long until deadbeats picked you up that's fairly recent right In the last like this year i think it was during quarantine okay yeah
2: so about a, another year nice Everything's like seven months to a year, I think, is like my think, timeline yeah. of, like, of like changing what I'm doing so far. But this time I'm not changing. All right. Good. I'm going to stick with Deadbeats until they don't fuck with me anymore. Yeah. And then, yeah, I really like the label. So
1: you just released your BP uh, with them, who is Hayes? Yeah. That was in May, right?
2: I think. Okay, I kind of forgot what month it was. <laughs> i Uh,
1: I, I wanted to talk a little bit about your marketing with that because you you came up with some characters you
2: did you did some extensive marketing with that can you tell us a little bit about that okay well it was like mid blow up on tiktok right right so i was like i was like how can i bridge this weird shit i'm doing on tiktok to like my music marketing it was like okay why don't i take all these characters that i've kind of been doing on tiktok and just make that the marketing for yeah the EP and it was like you know maybe a little too weird. <laughs> it, was, it was like a kind of an ambitious. Yeah, like, you're you're getting there's One character with like a ball gag and all
3: kinds of shit.
2: I think looking back, I might push a little too much. You know, it's raining <laughs> it back, but I was just like, "Fuck, I'm just gonna roll with this idea." It was funny. I'm glad I did it, yeah. but it made, you know, for a, like an artist debut on a label, I'm sure people were like, what the fuck is this big deal? <laughs> We are yeah. officially in
1: 2021.
2: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some, like chubby 30 year old bearded guy with a ball gag in his mouth. It's like the first <laughs> thing you'd see of me. He's like, okay, well let's, let's reign that in a little bit. Right. So the, yeah, I still like want to do like fun, interesting, unique marketing and stuff, but yeah. I just got to, Cover art done for my next deadbeat single, which is so good. Awesome! Yeah, I took the photo shoot yesterday. It's really you just did. You just did a mix for them too, right? The Halloween mix. Yeah, Halloween mix. That was
1: fire, dude! I listened to that. Oh my god, that was super good. I I was. I think I drove down. I drove. I was driving down to LA for Escape, and that was like the day that it came out or something. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "Holy shit, dude! This is fire!" (laughs) Yeah, it's a good mix. Yeah, (laughs) super good. Yeah, Um, your song selection in there was great too. Thanks. Um, A lot of bangers in there. Um. I did want to go a little bit further on like each character though. This is how our audience kind of oh. knows how you did the marketing. Can you tell us like, what was the name of the character that was the whole ball gag thing? Cause actually that was the one that I was like, that one didn't have in. a name. Okay, cool. I that was, that was just like, he
2: was, he was off. nameless. <laughs> yeah. he has no identity. He's just no like identity. a little dim, dim slave. <laughs> and I did that one because the song body language was just so like, oh, yeah. sexual and weird and dark. That character in any other part of my life, I was like, well, Let's go to Adam and Eve and give yeah, me a ball it. gag. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah. Adam and Eve, shout out to them. Yeah, shout out. This uh, is not sponsored by them, by the way. <laughs> um, Maybe one day.
2: Maybe one day you, 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 probably, you probably have to wear something
1: different. I right? <laughs> I'm like ball gagged during my interviews. Yeah, yeah. You're freaking great. Um,
2: and then you had uh, what was the? There was an Australian guy. Yeah,
1: that Australian guy was Toby, your yeah. your cousin.
2: Uh, Toby was the country guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm from North Carolina. And then the Australian guy was a fucking, God dang it, dude. My memory's so shit. (laughs) Skylar. 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 There we go. That's
1: what it was. Skylar. Yeah. Skylar. (laughs) Skylar. And then you're also known for your emo voice. That's probably like your most well known thing on TikTok. You have so many videos. People love
2: that shit, dude. Like, it's just so funny. TikTok just like rewards you for doing the same shit over and over
1: what got now. you started on TikTok? Quarantine. Quarantine. Quarantine
2: this yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, whoa, I'm getting a lot of views. I should do that again. This and is working. Like, whoa, I'm getting more views. Yeah. How
1: whoa. long did it take till you got your first like million plays?
2: Oh, fuck. I mean that shit will happen like overnight if you get that's a like, video yeah. that's popping. Yeah. Now you're up to five million in some videos and
1: oh yeah. I know you've talked a little bit, we were talking about how you were, you got interviewed by Taboo. You guys were talking a little bit about how like the crossover between like your TikTok stuff and your music stuff, that's like a really big challenge for you. Cause people totally. that, like, some of the people that like only follow you for like your comedy stuff are like, I don't even like EDM. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm still figuring that out.
2: What's some of your like ways that you have tried or things that you've seen? I've tried everything. I've tried so much stuff. It's like the TikTok algorithm just knows when you're like, trying to promote something, yeah
1: promote something yeah
2: like even if even if you do it really
1: like in a sly way that's why like for me like i was thinking about doing tiktok for the podcast and i was they're not giving me any traction like why am oh, i wasting God. my time I mean, on you this have like,
2: to make content that's like totally off topic not not yeah. related to that yeah, yep. yeah and then just hope for like residual viewers you know yeah. with
1: your uh Emo voice though, something that you came out with that I saw you did a very good job with the crossover was the whole Yed project with your clothing line. Yeah. That's a genius idea. People just
2: asked for merch. People asked for merch. I was like, all right,
1: I'll sell some merch. Did that mainly stem from your TikTok audience or did it stem from like your music stuff? Totally TikTok. Totally TikTok. I was like, let's make a quick buck.
2: Yeah. (laughs) You know, while while I got it.
1: Did the sales do you think did pretty well with that?
2: Yeah. But Cameo though has been insane. What is? I don't even know what that is. What is that? People pay creators, influencers, celebrities to like shout out their friends or like Uh, you'd say someone has a birthday. Like they'd pay me to fucking like sing happy birthday in a dumb voice. Or uh, I've done like weddings. That's crazy. (laughs) They like pay you to like send videos. It's like that wedding's so fucked. If the like the best thing they got is me on their (laughs) their, yeah yeah yeah.
1: like y'all have a good life. Show it on the big screen. (laughs) The wedding. (laughs) <laughs> people walking out yeah yeah awesome have you always
2: been like a comedian since you were a kid Is that always been something you really like i've or, always been like a i mean not on purpose i've just always been kind of like make everyone laugh and happy kind of yeah. fucker yeah always all, all through school and all that yeah i read
1: in your bio too that that's kind of something that you strive to make the difference in the world is make just make people laugh and enjoy their yeah. days totally is do. that definitely the same idea that you approach music through
2: yeah, for sure. Like if you hear some of the music I've upcoming, it's very like, you know, like when you're at a live show and you hear a song that just like, it's so all encompassing and there's right. just, like waves of sound. It's like heavy, but like euphoric and just mm-hmm. energy, energy. That's kind of like where I'm going. That's why I like the affiliate fam so much. Yeah. There's this is, like pure melodic. Mine's more like a deadbeat. Right, 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 right. Yeah. ZZ is the
1: same way though. I'm about to see them at the Bill Graham in next month, yeah. but they're the same way. They're very much like like collapsed off their first album and like some of their oh, earliest. Yeah, oh my gosh. That's like just ballads.
2: <laughs> and just like wanting to make records that like have that timeless kind of sound. That's hard nowadays, man. Yeah. All of the records I have for next year have vocalists. So that's one
1: so, way you can do it. You yeah, know? It's definitely something. Oh. Different that you're doing too comparative to most producers. Like I mean a lot of yeah. producers vocalists, but for everything that's a definitely different. Yeah. I want to do everything. What are some of your goals that you'd like to accomplish other than that in the next couple of years? Full time touring for sure. What are some of the steps that you need to take in order to get there for yourself?
2: Well, one was like getting on a label like Dead Beats, which tours really well. Yep. And they like put me in touch with agents and stuff. Next so. step is like closing in on this agent I've been talking to. Awesome. And then once you kind of do that it's just about maintaining the music maintaining the brand and if you do that and grow it then the agent can get you shows you know yeah so it's a long journey because an agent unless you're kind of like an overnight success you're it's gonna take a minute to get picked up and i've only been doing this for like four and a half years anyway so it's still yeah. kind of new. but yeah tour full-time like which would allow me to do music full-time you know and i yeah. have to do like weird little side jobs yeah, uh,
1: I feel like the starving musician or even for me, like starving entrepreneur, it's like, damn, I'm so tired of side. Can I just do this all the time, please? I know, right? <laughs> so annoying, such a long process. Um, how old are you? I'm 30, bro. I'm 30. So you started producing when you were like, what, 26?
2: hmm
1: What were you doing before? What was your plan before
2: music? Fucking okay. first was to be a dentist. That didn't okay. last long. And then <laughs> I, I was like an entrepreneur, bro, and had a startup. Right. You were doing the advertising uh, or marketing. Yeah. Area. It was a marketing yeah. firm that turned into like a software company. We automated social media for real estate agents. Uh, uh, nice. That's fun.
1: I used to do marketing yeah, was, for real estate. I used to do marketing for a mortgage, actually. My uncle is a mortgage. Yeah. Uncle, so.
2: <laughs> and then I started making music and I said, fuck this. I'm yeah. out. <laughs> and then I got a job as a ramen chef at this really okay. good restaurant. So I did that for like a year and a half and made music on my off days. Uh-huh. That was so exhausting though. Dude. Yeah. Having a but job like that, taxing, physically taxing. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
1: When I started the podcast, I was working at Amazon warehouse How's that? and that was like, Oh my God, dude. <laughs> it's 10, like yeah. 40 hours a week, 10, four tens. And it's all physical labor, literally everything. So you have three days off, which is nice. But then my three days dude. off, it's like, that's my, my other work time. So, <laughs> right.
2: I've always thought, like, why don't I get a job that, like, makes me do physical labor? So, like, I'm forced so fit to, like, get in shape. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. It's about the only thing that's going to help with this Right?
1: <laughs> I don't think you're that bad compared to some people. Yeah, you're I'm pretty fine. in shape. I'm fine. <laughs> um, I want to get to know the man behind Hayes a little bit. Mm. What is your actual name? Mike. And my last name is Hayes. Okay, so that's where you got the name from. Okay, that's what I, I was gonna yeah. about to ask that question. Cool. Um, what do you do for fun outside of music? Dude, I love, love cooking.
2: Awesome. Okay. I cook like a really good home-cooked meal like four times a week. Sweet. So like, I love doing that. I love drinking beer, if you can call that a hobby. Me too, dude. What kind of beer do you like? Okay, I'm a simple man. Okay. I like Miller Lite. That's it. I mean, I like other beers, but like <laughs> on a daily basis... It's just my thing, you know. Yeah, like, you just yeah. got, I'm not the type of guy. Oh, let me go check in the fucking beer aisle for some new right. <laughs> triple hopped triple IPA, IPA. IPA. Sour. See, I'm, a, I'm that guy, so. <laughs> it's fine to be. It's fine to be that guy. But I walk right into the the grocery store. I know yep. right where the beer cooler yep. is. Go grab it. You know, it's, you get beer in
1: 30 seconds. <laughs> yeah. And my fridge is stocked. It does take me a minute to
2: find, like, I just had
1: that. I've never tried that.
2: (laughs) I can drink, like, seven or ten Miller Lights and be fine. I can't do that with IPAs, boy. No, hell no. (laughs) No, you cannot. I start feeling it after, like, two or three.
1: Yeah. Is there any food that you like eating during your beer drinking?
2: What's your favorite food? Okay. Definitely Mexican food by far. I agree. I can eat
1: Mexican food every
2: single day. Oh, absolutely. So like, I go in a rotation of like chips and dip and like fajitas and tacos and burritos. (laughs) And then like, I love like steaks and baked potatoes. Yeah. Fuck. I go through like a rotation of like, I'll do a pasta night and then like a fish night, a steak night, a Mexican night. Oh, I make really good like uh, ahi tuna sushi bowls. I love sushi bowls. Those are great. Yeah. Yeah, I'll make some sushi rice and then like, just like sear some good sushi grade tuna oh, yeah. and like do avocado and cucumber and wasabi. And See so you eat good. <laughs> yeah, You're not unhealthy. You eat good. <laughs> I eat above my means. That's for yeah. sure.
1: Food is that's just so good. That's man. why I
2: save money on the shitty beer, You know. Yeah.
1: Um, what about your favorite? Going back to music, what about your favorite genre of music outside of EDM?
2: Outside of EDM. I mean, classic rock, maybe. Okay. Indie shit. Like, yeah. Rufus to soul. I wouldn't call him EDM, but it's close. Yeah. It's like, he's like in the circle, but like not, he's not really. It's It's almost like in between a like progressive house and like a tame Impala. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's just straddles. It's like an in-between realm. Yeah. Like that him, Bob Moses is is in that realm. I think for sure. The is kind of in that realm, but leading a little towards EDM. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's kind of weird. Like, Odessa, they never play, like, any of the big festivals. But then they have, like, massive tours. Oh, yeah. They're, just like, um, They're
2: huge. Because they probably don't want to do, though. Right, yeah.
1: right.
2: It's like, oh, we'll just do arenas. Maybe, Yeah,
1: maybe Coachella, <laughs> maybe. Yeah, right. Yeah. Okay, here's a, the next question. Uh, your childhood hero. Okay,
2: this is a really strange one. <laughs> so my dad went to Wake Forest University. Okay. And I love sports, too. Like, I get really obsessed with, like, watching the Panthers or, like, college basketball mm-hmm. and shit like that. So I was obsessed with Chris Paul okay. he was on Wake's team, like absolute God. And I, you know, I had newspaper clippings like all over my room and I just <laughs> obsessed over him. It had nothing to do with anything I'm doing now. Like, but for some reason, if I could name, that was my guy back in the day. And it's just because of how obsessed I was with Wake Forest basketball.
1: I mean, he's one of the best basketball players ever. And I,
2: I wouldn't even know who... Then it like changes depending on what I'm obsessed with. Yeah. You
1: know? Dude, are you one of those people that gets like overly obsessed on some stuff? Yeah. Dude,
3: definitely.
2: Same. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as music happened, I was like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. And then you want to fucking spend all of your time doing that. And then yep. I'll get like re obsessed with World of Warcraft for a bit. And yeah. Like, yeah and then, like, <laughs> but it's usually I go between like a few things. I don't like yeah. branch too far out. Like I'm not gonna go like paint a bunch for in a month. Right, you know right, what I, right. Mean? Right. Yeah. I like
1: cars, I like music. I'm not a huge sports fan, to be honest, but like mm. cars, music. What's the other thing that I like? Oh, and then athletics. Yeah. I like working out a lot. Um, gotcha. I just compete and coach men's physique. So definitely a passion of mine.
2: If there is a pill I can take to make me <laughs> obsessed with working out, please, God, show me where that is. You
1: get hooked after you see the results. Like once you start seeing visible results, you're like, oh shit, I need to keep going. Like this is dope, you know?
2: So for me, once I see results, I'm like, oh, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, I got <laughs> I'm good. Just, yeah. They'll like go away in a week.
1: You know? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> uh, or this is the last kind of question. This roulette. What about your worst habit? What would you say your worst habit is?
2: Um, maybe like wanting to please everyone and like obsessing over if people like if everyone likes everything I'm doing. Dude, yeah. I don't take criticism very well. Like I I take criticism well. Like uh, I'll be like I'll change. I'll yeah right. I'll change something because someone didn't like it. You know like. So I try not to get tons of feedback because then it's like, okay, I'll have to please that person a little bit or I'll like yep. compromise with them. So yep. I used to like send my songs out to like tons of artists to see if they liked it. And I don't even do that because it just drives me nuts.
3: Yeah. You know, it's
2: like if, if the following is growing and things are starting to grow,
1: Mm -hmm. You're obviously doing something right. So just keep doing it. (laughs) Yeah. That's my indicator. Like screw it. Anyone else tells me because one person could skew off, you know, if a thousand people say, this is awesome, don't change anything. And then one person says, Hey, I don't like this. Then you're changing things. And then the rest of those thousand people are not going to be as interested. Yeah.
2: So I try to get like a sample size. Now If like, I have like a big decision yeah, and then just like go by the numbers, you know, like I just, I'm working on like a new haze brand where like, I'm going to have like a little character symbol, like, you know, how like Peekaboo okay. has this thing. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, you know, finally incorporating that stuff. And then I have, like five people had the same feedback. And like, I like it, you know? What's your branding idea for? If you want to get that, you don't have to. <laughs> cool. It's like going off the whole haze thing. Like, the idea is kind of have this kind of like haze character that, like, you know, the story arc behind like what it is would be whether it comes over like a person that hears my music or like a crowd like this it's kind of like this haze rolls through where it's like okay yeah euphoric and disorienting like, like what that. the fuck's going on there's like vibrant colors and like crazy shit happening that that's you wouldn't sick. expect and then like that's like me rolling through someone's like yeah day of their life it's almost like a storm of goodness yeah yeah goodness craziness it could be darkness like yeah yeah, yeah. but it's like you know those old like twister fucking cartoons you'd see like cows flying through oh yeah, so, like, yeah it's yeah. almost like it's like it's kind of like that but like through the haze and like i can i was like this is so natural for me to do this yeah. my fucking name's haze no i don't really has a logo like that and like i can even incorporate it in visuals which would be really right. strong yeah, that'd be like even yeah. physically in shows with like say if i get big enough to a point where i'm like headlining a tour mm-hmm. like before i come on it's like the stage gets absolutely drenched and like sick yeah. yeah, fog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like lasers are shooting <laughs> yes. out of it. And like <laughs> I emerge. You know what yes, I mean? Yes. That's so
1: yeah. sick. I love it. I'm excited for that. Hell yeah. We're gonna have to have you out here on the West Coast when that happens. I know,
2: right? <laughs> yeah,
1: I know. Um, all right, man. Well, that was the end of the question roulette. Um, we're gonna wrap this up though, because we had we're gonna have your mix at the end of this cool. but thank you so much uh what can before we get out of here what can listeners expect to hear in the mix
2: okay i'm gonna put a lot of sick edits in there like funny crazy awesome yes shit. and also like all of my unreleased stuff so awesome i have a the biggest remix i've ever done is coming out next month and then the first single original is coming out in january and i have like a slew of other records that are super good and i'll throw all that in there awesome so just fun shit that's how it should be it's how it should be yeah yeah <laughs> that's the yeah. thing
1: i really like about you is you're just like it's just fun man this is such, yeah, yeah. i enjoy doing it like you take all the pressure it's almost like you're like you have a carefree attitude about all of it too which is the way to go i try even for me man like it stresses me out like i'm a podcast host <laughs> like yeah. this industry is stressful and to be able to take it that is, and to it put a good positive spin on it and stay positive and have you know. Just have fun with it. That's definitely what attracted me to want to interview so you. So thank you so much for being on the show today, dude.
2: Yeah, man, no problem. I'm not. I'm just trying to be no one but who I am. You know, just exactly. be fucking Mike. Yep. And even if no one.
1: Obviously, this is not true because you have a giant following on, t- especially TikTok now. But the mindset of even if no one fucks with you, still be yourself and still have a live a great life and definitely seems uh, like that's what you try and to do. Or
2: I might change it so I can make this a career, but we'll get there. <laughs> I think it's going well so far.
1: Yes. But I right, will man.
2: sell out, bro. I will. <laughs>
1: All right, man. Thank you so much. All right. Y'all enjoy the mix.
3: because.
2: can get my satisfaction, 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 satisfaction.
3: Push me, and then just push me. My satisfaction, 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 satisfy me, satisfaction, satisfaction. Push me, and then just touch me. Do I can get my satisfaction,
2: satisfaction, 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 satisfaction.
3: Push me, and then just push me, do either. Drop the top When it's cold But you feel the heat yeah. Be real with me Keep it 100 Just be real with me 100. Eat it up like it's a feast Eat it up. They say the dope on fleek Fucker said pill on me Percocet. I saw my nigga, baby, chill with me The niggas that folks in the back Don't say nothing Them niggas a kill for me Back as I can on my sleep On fleek I make can't spit on that paddy for me mm-hmm. Bitch, I'm to dog in my tree mm-hmm. I fight the frog and leave Since you saw me, on Jimmy Canada, I'm Jimmy Campbell. Canada consumer money symbol, walking with you as I'm looking critical. On my body, no I'm not your average or typical. I'm not your pickin' my wrist is critical. Hold it up, dropping the temperature. I get that bag on the regular. I got a bag in my cellular. Back in the back of the vegetable. I get them pickies, it's medical. Yes. Cocaine, codeine, etc. Right. Cocaine and lean, etc. I take Advil and Naral. As the nights when the bills on my schedule. You get the bag and fumble it. I get the bag and flip it and tumble it. Straight out the lot, three hundred cash, and the car came with black a blinder.